hello. Uh, this is Cruising Through Doomsday, a podcast about Doomsday, a uh, Doctor Who transmedia experience. I'm Philip Wheeland. My pronouns are he and him. Uh, I'm Georgia Harper. My pronouns are she, her. And yes, naming the podcast after some Bastille lyrics was my idea. Uh, Doomsday follows Doom, portrayed in live action by uh, Suze Kempner, apparently the world's greatest assassin working for the Lesser Order of Oberon, as she spends 24 hours trying not to die and jotting around time and space finding the Doctor. Um, so what is exactly the Lesser Order of Oberon? Do we need that lore? Uh, my understanding is that it came from Time Lord Victorious. It's, uh, Brian the Ood's employer, but what that means to say is we do not need that lore. I don't have that law. So so this is essentially James Goss' extended universe. Aren't we all living in James Goss' extended universe, though? Um, I'm not. I, I'm, I like to think of myself as living in the real world, thank you very much. The, the real world is just an extended universe for James Goss. Okay, if, if, you want to, if you want to put it like that. Have we actually verified that it is James Goss that's writing every word um, and he just doesn't sleep? <laughs> I mean, he probably doesn't sleep, but, uh, I mean, looking at the list, there's a range of writers. Uh, James Goss certainly wrote Hour One, which we're going to be talking about here. Um, it's not super clear who has overall control of this thing. Um, Jacqueline Rayner is doing the uh, Dr. Who magazine comics, which we're going to be discussing in the next episode. Yes. Um and the whole the whole thing of of the transmedia experience is that uh, Doomsday is a story of twenty four hours. However, it is split up between uh, all different pieces of media. Like I think there's like short stories, there's um, comics in both actual comic books and in Doctor Who magazine. A uh, few other bits and bobs, games. It is very Time Lord Victorious. Now, I've never actually been into Time Lord Victorious. My understanding... Yeah, I, I did not get into Time Lord Victorious. I do not have the time for that. It happened during lockdown, and I still did not have the time for that. Um, my understanding is that this is A, shorter, and B, uh, with a kind of 24-hour structure, it's a lot more linear. You kind of can tell which bit's next. Certainly from the release schedule uh, we can see at the moment, it's very staggered in a way that Time Lord Victorious w was not. And there was a very convoluted timeline you had to follow. And mm -hmm. I remember Doctor Who social media accounts posting this timeline and then everyone who was into Time Lord Victorious complaining that it was wrong. Um, so I do feel like we have the slightly easier job here. Yeah, because if there's anything that Doctor Who fans uh, actually enjoy doing, it's arguing about Doctor Who. Um, Doom's a strange name. Yeah, uh, in the trailer she says, uh, blame my mother. However, I think we can, uh, we can all agree that this entire story exists just so they can make the Doomsday pun. Which again, you know, I'm a massive Bastille fan. I approve. It works. Um, um, <laughs> but that, that's, that's basically the only reason. I don't think it needs explained more than that. Yes, the the, the trailer. Uh, the trailer has very much a vibe of your local theatre production. It is not the same quality as uh, 
Doctor Who itself, obviously. However, I, I'm, I'm basically assuming here that... Um, the actress already had much of the equipment on hand. Yeah, I, I very much got the vibe of, like, this was filmed in lockdown at home. And I think this was probably planned a lot more recently than that. But, yeah, actors these days will mostly have that equipment. And I assume the budget for actual live-action production here is zero. Yes. So, kind of, uh, we revisited the trailer uh, ahead of recording this, it was released. I think in like March. It was it was a while ago. Okay. It was a while ago um, since we'd both seen it. And honestly, going back to it, having already seen it once and having those kinds of expectations in my head, I think I enjoyed it a lot more. So this was the first time I saw the trailer, and it, it was it was definitely like a thing I would expect of like big finish. Um, where they they would still kind of cut together bits of uh, existing artwork. Um, they would cut together bits of uh, you know existing stuff essentially to uh, to rework into into new material. Um, I I think we are going to see uh, more of that in in the sort of uh, coming releases. Um, but then when you're doing uh, comics. You don't necessarily have to restrict yourself to uh, to what's already out there, right? Um, one of one of the things that I've noticed is that um, Doom had referred to the Doctor as a them. Now, to me, this says we might actually get multiple Doctors through the run of Doomsday. I mean, in our one, and we'll, we'll come on to, we'll come on to our one properly in a moment, but. In our one, the Doctor incarnation that Doom meets is described as an old man. Um, beyond that, we don't know that could apply to quite a few Doctors, and it, I guess part of that depends on Doom's own, own age and who she would define as old as well. Yes. Um, that might be something that's made clearer, I guess, as, as we go. Um, but yes, part of me actually thinking back again to the kind of filmed in lockdown vibes of the whole trailer... Part of me, when it was released, did think, oh, did they genuinely not know who the next Doctor was going to be at the time that this, um, you know, at the time this was recorded? But yeah, I suspect we're getting multiple Doctor incarnations. Um, I guess they, they have to, they're obliged to put David Tennant in it yes. now, as they are with all pieces of Doctor Who media, has to have at least one David Tennant or BBC Studios kick off. Yes, um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, what, it's what they actually mean by Tennant's rights. <laughs> Imagine Tennant's having rights. Well, this one clearly does. Yes, that one does. Uh, he, he has the right to appear in everything Doctor Who um, ever, essentially, um, being the, the most popular Doctor Who. We, we are going to have to use some of this as a drop uh, when we conclude the podcast, and it turns out there's no mention of the 10th or 14th Doctor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's quite oh, unlikely. Yeah. yeah, so prediction one, everyone. Um, <laughs> there will be David Tennant in it somehow. Or the 10th or 14th Doctor abstracted away s such that David Tennant doesn't necessarily need to get that much money out of it. Um, I guess the other thing we want to talk about on the trailer yeah. is 
I had forgot about, you know, we were watching this and I was like, actually, you know, going in with the kind of low budget expectations I have now, it's really cool. It draws you into the story. Doom has a monocle. That's nice. You know, it's all really exciting and dramatic. And then there's like a dovestep breakdown. Yes. Um, um, it came out of nowhere. It's it's certainly a choice. Um I don't think it references the Doctor Who theme in any way. Uh, may or may not be the right thing. Um, certainly, if, if you look at all the other spin-offs, even on TV, they, they only sort of incorporate Doctor Who music in, into their theme song. It's also not necessarily what they're going to use. Like, the first audio releases are August, I believe. So, you know, it may well be that whatever they've dug up for the trailer is, is not necessarily representative of that either. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, it just seemed very at odds with everything else. I do like um I do like the logo and yes. the uh the clock, which I think from what I've seen, the time does change depending yes. on uh, the media format. Uh we'll be able to confirm that I guess in a few weeks when we get our hands on Doctor Who magazine. But I, th- I yeah. think I think that's a that's a really cool touch. Um, I, I do I do also like the logo, the little clock motif. And speaking of clocks, Hour One by James Goss. Hour One. So this is it is a one hundred hours, which will make things really easy for the rest of us uh, in keeping track of this. And I can confirm either the second or third sentence is I think the second sentence is her name is Doom and she was having a terrible day. Which is all I wanted from this. Yes. Like we could we can stop this now actually. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's what I wanted. Pretty much what what this what this whole thing was uh, was uh for. Um I think James Goss just thought of this sentence and he was like, okay, how do I put this into context where I can submit this, still have it make sense? And have it be an integral part of the Doctor Who canon. Another fun fact uh, about our one. Uh, we're recording this on the morning after uh, Boris Johnson resigned as an MP with an incredibly long resignation statement. Yes. It turns out that our one of Doomsday is only like it's basically only about two of those. So yep. very quick, if you do want a nice, a nice introduction or if you want to spend less time taking psychic damage from political news and want to read this instead. Read this instead. Yeah, put, put it this way. Um, this does not end in a weirdly misogynistic jab at Harriet Harman. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this ends in setting up uh, the whole premise of, uh, of Doomsday. Um, yes. So, Doom is an assassin. Uh, she has uh, holographically generated outfits. Um, the dream. Yeah, it's it's always a dream. Um, and she has a vortex manipulator, which is uh, traditionally not a very pleasant way to travel through time and space. Um, and we're essentially following Doom as something has happened to her. It's not super clear what. But she uh, is very convinced that she has 24 hours to live. Um, and she's trying to register this with her employer. Um, and there's a brilliant, I guess, kind of parody of, like, inefficient office processes mm-hmm. and bureaucracy in uh, the villain of the week 
Terry. The villain of the week is the concept of administrative workers. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I can't remember if you've have you seen the thick of it. I have seen the you thick, have seen of thick of it. it because immediately I jumped to that particular Terry in my head. <laughs> um, that's yes. just where my brain goes. <laughs> That that I, I can definitely see that. I, I can I can definitely see how this particular Terry might be modeled after that particular Terry. Um yeah, so it, it is very much a thing of Doom needs to call in an emergency and Terry's like, No, I'm doing my nails. Um Which yeah, it's it's certainly it's certainly one way to to set it up. Um, it also makes the Lesser Order of Oberon um, a much more uh, familiar organization to uh, to most of us. Mm-hmm. For us, the immortals who have not been able to conquer Time Lord Victorious. Yes. Um, so I did a little bit of looking into the lore earlier, and yeah, Lesser Order of Oberon is basically just like. Brian the Youth's employer. Uh, they featured in the T-shirt story, which I had to. I had to remember that, that was a thing that existed. There was a T-shirt story. A T-shirt story. Doomsday. There will probably not be a team a T-shirt story. Um, it is kind of the the joke is that revelation of the Daleks has um an assassin from the Grand Order of Oberon, which again okay. is not really expanded on. In Revelation of the Daleks, though there have been various novels and things that have that have done that. So it's kind of it sounds like it's deep lore, but there isn't actually that much more info that you, you need to know at this stage. I, I think at this point we can make up our own deep lore about the Lesser Order of Oberon, which is that it, it's it's kinda like Adidas and Puma. Um the the two Oberon <laughs> brothers were competing in the assassination business and they each started their own version of the business. It's Aldi, Aldi Nord and Aldi Sud. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there is also, uh, the Doctor is kind of mentioned, our one basically focuses on the conversation between the uh, between Doom, sorry, and Terry, um, or attempted conversation. Terry yes. is not super interested. Um, there is and, a bit of the Doctor in Yeah, it. so Doom kind of, it's, I guess, almost like a bit of a flashback. Um, again, the Doctor described as an old man, which narrows it down which incarnation it was a little bit, but not not that much. I thought it was Pertwee, weirdly Okay, enough. I jumped to Hartnell, yeah. uh, but I think it is deliberately ambiguous. Peace Capaldi, obviously, also in there. Yeah, that's true. Um, like, may- maybe the curator. It maybe, might be the maybe, curator, Maybe Tom yeah. Baker, the curator, or... Any of the classic Doctors as they appeared in The Power of the Doctor. Yes. Um, <laughs> which which is a lot of them, let's yes, face it. Yes, um, um, At this point, it is an entire... Um, an entire home worth of doctors. Yeah, it, so it's, it's, it's left ambiguous, uh, at least at this point. Um, and there's sort of a weird tangent where you're kind of left thinking like, has uh, has Doom accidentally killed the Doctor? Is this what's going on here? Because um, Terry does not like the fact that you uh, that you might accidentally kill the Doctor because she hasn't charged for that, and yeah. obviously that's that that would be pretty expensive. Um, so there's there's kind of that whole thread, but yeah, it's not it's not ultimately clear what happened, who the target was, 
this is all stuff that yeah, I guess is going to... Yeah, it's definitely a sort of thing of there's a hit that went wrong and uh, now Doom is being pursued by... Well, in this story is the literal death. Yeah, the personification of death, that's that's always cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, you've got quite a high bar there and I guess, like... Terry Pratchett and yes, that, um, that so. was that was my immediate thought and my immediate personification of death. Yes, absolutely. Um, so that it, yeah, it kind of gets us to the same point as the trailer does, really. Yes, which is that you've got Doom on the run um, for twenty four hours. Yes. Trying to find the doctor because the doctor can apparently do something about this. Um, I mean, the, the doctor was kind of involved in, you know, trying to warn Doom to not go through with with the hit that she was on uh, when the whole thing kicked off. So maybe that's why she's looking for a doctor to see. I've I've done goofed. Can you fix it? <laughs> isn't that isn't that every episode of Doctor Who? I mean, yes, yeah, essentially. Um, so. Yeah, and there's kind of some convoluted lore about how the Lesser Order of Oberon works. Uh, they get... Assassins basically get an hour to uh, do their mission and then they're shipped off somewhere else. So we're essentially going to follow Doom through 24 hours um, Yep. as she tries really hard not to die despite being pursued by the literal personification of death. And the next stop is the Stormcage Containment Facility, uh, known quite well for um, River Song. Yeah, I, I was just thinking, we talked earlier about um, David Tennant's mandatory appearance, but this is the Doctor Who Extended Universe. River Song has a mandatory appearance, yes. and it, it will be coming, I assume, uh, in the next instalment of Doomsday. Um, so Doom will next appear in uh, a 16-page comic strip called Target Selected in the next edition of Doctor Who magazine, which I believe is out 22nd of June. Uh, this does actually cover four stories, so is 0200 hours to 0500 hours. Uh, looking at what we already know uh, from, I guess, the blurb, mm. uh, the Autons are involved, Stormcage is involved. Um, there's a question about, like, are unicorns real? Um, okay. So I think it's it's very much four distinct stories is the impression that I get from it. But uh, do you want to throw out any other predictions at this point? I think there's going to be at least one involvement of the Daleks because you have to have that. I think it's going to be the big finish one um, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess like... Yeah, we're going to get a lot of cameos. I know that in the comics uh like the titan comics standalone uh series that's coming out in july uh i know that missy features in that um so yeah we've got little bits of info uh, the other thing i do just want to point out and yeah so in the bb the bbc audio collection uh, because there are bbc audio and big finish involved in this uh the bbc audio collection is called Four from Doomsday, which I do appreciate. I like that they are... If they're going to build an entire transmedia series about a pun, I like that they are doubling down on yes. the pun at every given moment. No, it's... Uh, at, at this point, you have to. Um, 
I I don't think uh, they'll they'll try NFTs again. That that was very much a thing that, um, to my knowledge, still hasn't materialized in terms of the uh, uh, the Time Lord Victorious transmedia experience thing. Yeah, there, there probably won't be that. There probably won't be like a mildly cursed live action experience that literally had like plague and floods um trying to stop it from happening yes um yeah that that's a it's a shame how that panned out but mm. yeah i suspect this one is going to be a lot more low-key how how canonical do we think is doomsday well doomsday is of course the only canon um we're all living in the james goss expanded universe um no, I think if they're going to like go in and out of different past doctors' lives and so on, there's probably only so much they can do. I also like I would be very surprised if this in any way links directly to the upcoming Doctor Who specials. Mm. Um, just because it's a lot of homework to expect someone to do. Um and quite a bit of money to lay out. Yes. Uh like, so I assume yeah, I assume it's kind of going to be a standalone thing, not wildly disruptive to the canon, but mm. also not, you know, super important either. Um, it's a cool thing because we can do lots and lots of transmedia things now. Yes, um, which I... I guess, I guess the, the, the whole point of, of having, like transmedia and multimedia experiences these days is uh, is that it just gives you more avenues to basically sell more James Goss. <laughs> and I, well, I mean as much as as much as we have been um relentlessly taking the piss out of Time Lord Victorious and will continue to do so yes. for this entire series like clearly it was successful enough in some ways that BBC have decided to do this again, um, albeit in a kind of more scaled back way. Like, I get the impression that lessons have been learned from that, but clearly, you know, they aren't going, well, that was a resounding failure. Like, no, they're, they're, they're going, okay, maybe last time we've, we've overpromised and underdelivered. Let's do something that actually makes sense here. Maybe, maybe the, t-shirt with brian the use on it containing a vital piece of law was going a bit too far not if you ask marvel to um i i do you think this will turn into like a entire as you said james goss extended universe where time lord victorious and doomsday actually enmesh possibly like i guess you kind of do already get that with like big finish and you know some of the expanded media anyway um i'd be very surprised if the ending was like tough you gotta go and consume everything that's time lord victorious branded especially given that the uh the kind of the finale of time lord victorious was time fracture which has closed now. Yes. So it's not even possible to consume all of Time Lord Victorious anymore, sadly. No. Um, no. So, yeah, I, I would be surprised if it was, like, directly related. 
But we do know that Brian the Ood works for the Lesser Order of Oberon. So that's connection enough. That is true. We, we might can't... we might get Brian the Ood cameos. Um so I'm I'm just kind of looking through the the cover art for various things on on the Doomsday website and uh yeah we've we've got um uh Missy in there uh on on one of the covers of for for one of the comics. Mhm. Uh we've we've got um Slithine in there. Oh, okay. Which one's that for? That's Extraction Point. I, I don't know which one that is. We're going to do live research, everybody. The uh, finest time traveling assassin in the cosmos Extraction, is running st- Extraction scared. Point is a book. Yes. yes. So that's 1100 to 1400 yeah, hours. So we've, yeah, so we've got, we've got Troughton and Ecclestone in there as well. Or, or at least in the, on the cover. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not sure how much of of uh, uh, of, of the respective doctors um, we are well, going just, to I'm see just in there. I'm just looking at the. Uh, I'm just looking at the Tardis fandom page. Um, so the Autons are confirmed to feature in one story within Target Selected, which is the Plastic Population. Uh, so that's in the uh, DWM uh, later this month. Um, Missy again is in the comic. She's on the cover. Um, there are a couple of hours on here that are attributed to Lost in Time. Okay. Uh, again, live research. Um, okay, Lost in Time is a game that's already out and there will just be different chapters of it released. Um, but anyway, there's going to be one of those uh, that features uh, the fourth Doctor and Canine. Um, extraction point again uh, features again second doctor ninth doctor Slavine. Um uh, fourth from Doomsday does apparently feature Ian Chesterton and Barbara Wright huh Ice Warriors Brian the Ude there he is hey there he is. there's our boy and the twelfth doctor um, then in terms of uh, the big finish production Dawn of an Everlasting Peace um, again four separate stories one of which will have the silence in it, but that's the only info we know. And then 2,400 hours, it says out of time, NA, TBA, BBC Online, September 2023. So there's a lot, there's there's quite a bit that we know, but there's also quite a lot to fill in. I would not be surprised to see certainly more doctors than that. Um, Yeah. I do wonder if we will ever have it confirmed which incarnation is in our one, like whether it will loop back to that, because I assume the failed kill is in some way important. Um, I think so. I I think... Because the, the thing is, right, one of the things I thought when, when reading through, through our one is that what if it is all like a time loop and what if the personification of death is actually... The veil from heaven sent. <laughs> Drop where we play um, the shepherd's boy. Um, <laughs> we don't have drops yet. Drops are coming. I I assume that Philip will create drops with with magic. I I will create drops eventually. I, Just I not yet. I have simply been sat in front of a microphone and told to talk about doomsday. Um, <laughs> but but yes. Um, Heaven Sent is good. 
It I is good, isn't can't it? Can't argue with that. Yeah. Can't, wouldn't complain about that. So may, maybe, maybe the whole point of Doomsday is that Doom actually needs to like relive the, the same twenty four hours until such point in time that the powers that be decide to release her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think, I think we have exhausted all. Or possible takes we can have about uh, <laughs> a two thousand word story and a one minute trailer yes. and, and a, a TARDIS wiki page outlining what might be released in the future. Yes. Um, um, so in a few weeks, uh, we are going to uh, Target Selected will be released. Yep. Uh, this is a sixteen page comic strip uh, in Doctor Who magazine that will cover four separate doom adventures from 0200 to 0500 hours so that's that's the next thing for us this will probably be a fairly irregular podcast based on when we can record it's a busy time it Um, is is a busy time for everyone don't 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 we have actual bastille we do we do well first of all we have we have muse and royal blood so practice we're practicing our applause every night and uh yeah, then yeah, Bastille next month. We, yeah. we, we are going to be cruising through the Doom Days. Yeah. Um, and then the small matter of me moving house. Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, <laughs> irregular schedule. Um, we basically aim to uh, discuss every piece of uh, Doomsday that kind of falls into our hands. Um, expect varying levels of production and audio quality. Um but we we will we will do it. We will make an honest effort here. You will be able to tell immediately which ones have been recorded by Philip and which ones have been recorded in my flat. Um, but yes, yes, uh, we will. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun a fun Easter egg game. And uh, the whole thing is due to wrap up in September. Obviously, the podcast will last as long as it takes us to actually go through everything, which yes. might not be as fast as the BBC are releasing stuff. But yes, I, I do. I do find it that these days we've expanded the universe. You do tend to have stuff released faster than you can consume it. Looking at you, Marvel. Yeah, I was. I was just gonna say um, we we do we need to get um we do need to carve out some time for uh, you to do your homework before you watch the Marvels as well. That's uh, not on the podcast. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's that's been episode one of cruising through Doomsday. Uh, I've been Philip. I've been Georgia. And uh, and we'll see you uh, for the next piece of media. Bye.